Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a brain rewiring certified coach and human design expert. In this podcast, we talk about becoming the most kick-ass, unstoppable version of yourself, building a life of alignment and flow that you deserve, and taking a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy Yang Wellness. Hello, welcome back to the show. First of all, I am so grateful for everyone who has sent me a Instagram direct message about how the previous episodes have been really helpful. The brain rewiring, the human design, it has shifted how they look at the world and how they look at themselves. So I love those messages and feedbacks. Uh, Keep them coming because they really get me pumped. In episode 5, I started talking about six powerful ways you can start brain rewiring and that was a really popular episode. We talked about what brain rewiring is, how it can help you, and how it will help you become super good at manifesting. And again, manifesting is something we are constantly doing, consciously or subconsciously. If you haven't listened to episode 5, you should definitely go check it out first. Honestly, manifestation is kind of a woo word. And I roll my eyes really hard when I hear people speak about it and they don't know what they're talking about. And I know I sound like a know-it-all, but brain rewiring is essentially a structured and scientific way of viewing manifestation. It is not this woo thing that, you know, some people can do really well while others just can't. Everyone can master energetics. And when you do... You literally start winning at life. When we are trying to achieve a certain goal, we often look at how many hours are we putting in effort? What are we actually getting in terms of results? But we don't always look at the energetics behind. And that is like the missing piece, really. Like, let's say you're starting a business You can, you know, go the entrepreneur route with excitement and abundance from a place of high frequency. You know you're going to help so many people. And if you reach out to a potential client, they say no. You're just, you know, making space for somebody else down the line who is going to be the right fit. And every time you make a business investment, you're so excited because you know this is investing in yourself and your business and that money is going to return to you, but times 10. On the other hand, you can start a business from a place of lack. Every time you talk to a potential client, you are trying to sell from a hungry place. You are really stressed out about money. You don't invest in yourself. You don't invest in your business. You are afraid to look at your bank account. When you go on Instagram, you feel really stressed out because you feel like there are so many other people in this industry. And why would someone buy from you? These two people can work the same hours every single week and do the same things, but who do you think will be more successful? I think the answer is obvious. So it is so important to look 
at what are the energetics behind what I'm doing. Because when I'm coming from intention, abundance, and love, everything is going to work out so much better. The other day, I was having a casual conversation with someone and they were like, oh yeah, brain rewiring, I have heard of it from somebody else. It's like manifestation, right? Like affirmations and stuff. So I think it's important to really talk about what brain rewiring takes and what are some rules you need to follow in order to set yourself up for success. When I start working with a brain rewiring client, we go on a three-month journey. Yeah, you can shift your mental health, your magnetism, your well-being in just three months. And that is not a very long time. That is like a quarter of the year. However, you better make sure you are ready to commit. 150% because I don't have time for you to be halfway in, halfway out. I absolutely cannot stand that kind of energy is a waste of your time and a waste of my time. But I totally get it. Not everyone is ready and you will be ready when you are meant to be. Okay, let's talk about some of the brain rewiring rules that will set you up for success. Obviously, everybody will have They're each set of rules based on their goals and where they are at. But here are some common ones that we can all benefit from. First of all, stop spending time with negative people, judgmental people, or people who have a scarcity mindset. Let's say you are brain rewiring for better mental health. And you currently have negative brain pathways such as always waiting for the other shoe to drop. So whatever good thing happens to you, you are just waiting for it to become effed up. You think it is too good to be true and it's going to be taken away from you or it's going to fall apart. And if you find yourself hanging out a lot with other people who also have these negative brain pathways, you need to take a break from hanging out with them. When we are brain rewiring, basically we're shifting brain pathways that no longer serve us into new ones. And we need to strengthen the new ones with repetition. So they eventually become your, you know, most commonly used neural pathways. But if Your friends always complain, always talk about how things are all going to go to shit. Instead of reinforcing the new pathway, they are strengthening the old one that we are trying to get rid of. Of course, your friends can be on this brain rewiring journey with you and keep each other accountable, but if they are not on the same page, you need to be mindful of how much time you spend around them. You know how people talk about you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most? So that just goes to show you will definitely see better brain rewiring results when you are mindful of your social circle. And if you can hang out with more of your expanders, then more power to you. If you haven't listened to episode five, go listen to it because I talk a lot about expanders and their importance in the brain rewiring journey. 
The next thing to stop doing is to stop consuming negative media content. So I don't know about you, but I spend quite a bit of time on social media. Who you follow and what shows up in your feed is super, super important. And look, your consciousness is so precious and you want to only follow people that make you feel good, feel inspired. You want to follow your expanders who make you want to be a better person. So I urge you to periodically clean up your social media, the list of people you follow. Like seriously, anyone who makes you go into compare and despair needs to go. And you don't have to unfollow your friends, you can just mute them. Another note on following your expanders. Yeah, someone can be an expander for you, but if they make you feel like you have a very, very long way to go, and instead of inspiring you, following them makes you feel rather discouraged because it feels like they're a hundred steps ahead. So I would recommend unfollowing them for the time being and follow other people instead that makes you feel like what they have is realistically achievable for you. Other negative media content can be really sad songs or scary movies. Watching the news too much. Don't even get me started on the news. It is a terrible way to start your day. And with sad songs and scary movies, just be discerning here. Like with songs, especially if you're getting over a breakup, sad songs can really bring you to a bad place of like, poor me, poor pitiful me, I was left. I cannot live without this person. I don't know. Like some of the sad love songs out there are straight up promoting codependency. And with scary movies, I'll just say, when you are brain rewiring, you really want to keep your nervous system in the parasympathetic state as much as possible. This is where you can create, repair, and brain rewire. Literally, your brain cannot rewire when you are in the flight or flight state. So instead of watching a scary movie, watch a comedy that will make you laugh. The more you are in a high frequency state, the better. The next thing to stop doing is to stop speaking in a disempowering way. So really start to notice how you speak, notice your own language. Notice when you say, oh, I can't do X, Y, and Z, or this will never happen to me. Like start really like noticing and catching yourself. This is not to be like, oh my God, how dare I speak this way? It's like, oh, interesting. That's something I need to reframe or rephrase. I used to say this myself a lot and I hear people say this all the time. I am stuck in my job. I'm stuck in this situation. I cannot make a change. I cannot get myself out of here or I don't have a choice. It is actually very, very addicting to feel sorry for yourself and it is okay to feel this way. We all do, but don't get stuck there, you know? It is like sitting in your own shit when you can get up. And 
Don't get me wrong, I completely understand that feeling stuck is a pretty shit feeling. You can rephrase it to, I notice that the energy here feels rather stagnant. So you are almost like taking a view from a neutral perspective instead of like from a very emotional place. And when you find yourself saying, I can't do this, notice if it is actually impossible or do you just not want to. And like, instead of saying, I can't, say, I find it challenging right now. And if you find yourself saying, I can't afford X, Y, and Z, like a thing you know you really want and it's going to be so great for you, instead of saying, I can't afford it, Say, I choose not to invest in this right now. Noticing that you always have a choice is so empowering. The last thing I have on the stop doing list is to stop putting everybody else's needs before your own and stop saying yes to things you just simply don't want to do. No matter which human design type you are, everybody has pressures energy and yeah maybe you are a generator or a manifesting generator and you are pretty energetic but when you are saying yes to things that don't light you up you become drained and again energy doesn't lie when you show up reluctantly to a party that you don't actually want to go to, people can sense that and you are doing them a disservice by being there when you don't want to be. However, if you go to another party that you really want to go to, you are excited to be there, your energy is warm and shiny and juicy and people love having you and we actually live in a win-win-win universe, so always think about that too. Okay, so what do we start doing then? The number one on the list is to start being selfish. This is your time to open up and expand. So protect your own energy and needs. You have made a commitment to yourself and to your coach if you're working with one to give it your all. And being selfish is actually really magnetic because when you choose yourself first, everything else naturally just follows. And you are also filling your own cup to the point where it overflows. And the overflow is actually what you give away to other people. Imagine if everybody just does that and walks around with a full cup. No one would be bitter or frustrated, angry or disappointed. We would just all be fulfilled. The next thing to start doing is to start paying attention and double checking are my decisions coming from a place of self-love, intention, abundance, or is it coming from a place of scarcity, fear, or low self-worth? I find so many people questioning their decisions or having a hard time with deciding, being indecisive. If we just double check on where our decisions are coming from, I think it will be a way easier process. The next thing to start doing is to start scheduling in time, doing things that simply makes you happy, makes you smile and laugh. This can be something super small and simple 
like watching funny cat videos, or it can be learning something new, picking up a new hobby. Just do something that is purely for pleasure. I can't tell you enough how engaging in something you love, how much that shifts your frequency to a higher state, and that is so crucial for brain rewiring. Again, it is not just meditation and affirmation. It is a whole lifestyle change. In case it is not abundantly clear at this point that boundaries are so important for brain rewiring, every time I bring up boundaries with a client, it immediately goes into, oh, but I can't, I will feel so guilty. How do I tell my family? I don't know who made boundaries sound like a scary, evil thing that involves pushing people away, but we set and honor boundaries with people because we love them and we want to maintain a good relationship. It is coming from love instead of like, hey, I don't want you to be in my life. It's not like that at all. Have you ever heard of the saying... Good fences make better neighbors. Look, I get it. Family is kind of tricky. It's like, yeah, I love them, but sometimes I would rather love them from a distance. Same with some of our friends too. So how do we communicate to those people that we need space? Here are my guidelines. Share with them about the brain rewiring process and guidelines. And that you are so excited to go on this journey, and how it will shift everything for you in a positive way. Not only will you benefit, but your relationship with them will also shift too. If appropriate, have them help hold you accountable and support you in taking this time for yourself. Look, our family and close friends love us, but Sometimes they also want to protect us when it is something they've never heard of or it is something new. So if we are approaching this conversation from a place of joy and excitement, like, like, hey, I am so excited to be brain rewiring and it is going to change my life in huge ways. You are so supportive and loving and I know you will cheer me on all the way through. If they are not that supportive, make sure you communicate what your boundaries are and what you will need from them. It is about helping them understand that it is very important to you and you are a grown, responsible adult and you won't need to depend on them anymore for validation or support. With your friends and family, if appropriate, you can be the expander in your circle. You can be the one who initiates to try a new activity. Maybe you and your boyfriend or girlfriend, every Friday night, you guys do the same thing, like you watch a movie at home and have a drink. You both secretly know that this is becoming kind of a routine and it's not that exciting anymore. You can be the one who's like, hey babe, let's cook this new recipe or go to a wine and paint class. Like how fucking fun is it to try something new with people you love? Another one that I love to do with your friends and family is to 
keep each other accountable, but in a fun, lighthearted way. So previously, we talked about how we want to start shifting our language, no longer using language that sounds disempowering. For example, if you end up saying like, "I can't do X, Y, and Z." And your friend can call you out, but with a funny word like porcupine. You can create whatever code word that resonates, but it is just a fun, lighthearted way to have your friends and family involved on your journey. Okay, so I also wanted to share some. Other aspects of brain rewiring that I didn't mention in episode five. In episode five, we talked about six fun ways that you can brain rewire, which are all fun and effective. But without this one aspect of brain rewiring, you are basically missing out a big piece, and you're just not taking full advantage of it. This is doing the inner healing. What that means is doing shadow integration, inner child healing, and trauma healing. I have so much to say about this because I used to avoid the inner child and the shadow work for the longest time. I thought,、uh, I don't actually need it. I think my inner child is fine. I never experienced any trauma. I think I can just jump ahead to the brain rewiring. And if you Skip this part, like I did. You are not going to get the results you're seeking. The three overlap quite a bit, so we're going to talk about shadow today. If you are a human walking on this earth, you have a shadow. The shadow refers to the parts of ourselves that we don't really see or know. Is basically everything we've pushed away and repressed over the years since childhood, whether we realize it or not. Our shadow is made up of thoughts, attitudes, impulses, characteristics, emotions, behaviors, and motivations that are a part of us, but that are not in our conscious awareness. These thoughts, emotions, and behaviors are things that we deny about ourselves because, at some point, probably in childhood, we perceive them to be unacceptable, inferior, or just bad. Our shadow starts developing in early childhood, so from age zero to seven, you're basically soaking up. The world around you, and that continues to like develop until age eighteen ish. And it's important to know that, you know, the shadow self isn't bad. It's not the bad side of ourselves. It can be both negative and positive. It can be anger, greed, selfishness. It can also be intelligence, boldness, creativity, or curiosity. Again, our caretakers during childhood, our parents, can really determine what becomes our shadow. And it can be like you were in class and you were really curious about a certain topic, so you asked, and the teacher got mad at you for asking too many questions and. You felt really embarrassed, and your parents got mad because you got in trouble in school. 
And as an adult, maybe at the workplace, when you see people questioning deeply, you might be like really triggered. Like she asked too many questions. Or if you saw your parents shaming people for gaining weight or not being disciplined with exercise and food, you might grow up being very strict with food. Like you beat yourself up when you overeat a little or when you miss a workout because at a young age, you correlated these things with being something highly shameful. Again, when it comes to our shadow, we don't know it that well. It is helpful to notice what makes you feel triggered, what makes you jealous, when do you get upset, and what do you get upset about? Where and when do you judge other people for being too much? Under which circumstances do we numb ourselves with drugs or junk food? Your shadow is not something you kill, it's actually something we integrate. Shadow integration is about getting to know and accept the parts of ourselves that we repressed during childhood. Anything we repress actually grows stronger subconsciously, so doing shadow work is actually saving yourself. When we don't know our shadow, these parts of ourselves can express themselves in ways we don't want, such as self-sabotage and engaging in low self-worth actions such as being overly competitive, wanting to be liked, people-pleasing, and drug addiction. Shadow work is tough stuff, I won't lie, and it's not something I look forward to doing. Sometimes I know I should probably do some shadow work, but things are good right now. Do I really need to do it? Doing shadow work when things are generally good is highly suggested. It is like repairing the rooftop when it is sunny outside. You don't want to be repairing your rooftop when it is pouring rain. And yeah, you don't want to be doing shadow work when you're going through that dark night of the soul. Yeah, so it is pretty challenging and it is so supportive to do it with a coach, to do it with accountability and support. I will tell you that. Shadow integration is not something you do one time and you're good for the rest of your life. You know how we're always evolving, so there will be new aspects of our shadow that we continue to discover. Shadow integration actually helps you find your creativity, authenticity, and confidence, and release judgment of ourselves for the things we do, and we find a lot of freedom through the process. So as you have probably gathered, brain rewiring is super powerful. You can brain rewire for anything, to be honest. Um, but it is not just unicorns and flowers. It is quite a bit of deep work. But it is so rewarding, I promise you. I have been brain rewiring for the last six months. And even just looking back to a month ago or two months ago, I'm like, wow, you are a completely different person. Look, everybody has a brain and I feel like brain rewiring with this tool, I feel literally unstoppable. I'm very convinced that brain rewiring is something everybody needs to master. 
If you are curious at this point, I am looking for two soulmate clients who are ready to do this work, and I have raised my standards for whom I work with because I don't have time and energy to deal with the people who are halfway in, halfway out. I only have time and energy for people who are ready to invest in themselves because they are worth it. We also need to be a good energetic match. This is why I offer 30-minute connection calls with those who are interested in working with me in a one-on-one -on -one capacity. This call is complimentary, it's just an opportunity for us to get to know each other, to see if we vibe together. What are your goals? What do you need support in? How do you like to be supported? What have you tried in the past? There is absolutely no strings attached, it is just fun to be honest. If we are not a great match, then it is absolutely okay. But if we are, then I am so excited to get started with you. You can book a connection call in the link in the show notes, and I am excited to chat with you. If you found this episode to be interesting or helpful or both, definitely send it to a friend. You never know, it might just be something they need to hear. And if you have not already, subscribe. Leave a rating and review, I will be forever thankful. It really helps me out and helps other people find the podcast. I don't think you understand how I love reading those reviews and receive like encouraging messages how the podcast has been helpful and fun and interesting to you. So don't be shy. I love to connect with you. Um, okay, that will be all for today and I will chat with you later. Have a good rest of your day.